go to a party, you see all these yeah. people, you follow all you these people. You have to pretend like you've and never... And you're like, I, you're like, who them. are you? Yeah, you're like, hey, what's your name again? Like, no. What school what do you that? go to? Yeah. As if they don't have, like, Bryn Mawr in their Literally. bio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Problems We Face podcast. My name is Beatty Marciari, and this is our second episode. And today I'm joined by me, <laughs> Calla Grimes. Yes, this is my friend Calla. Um, we've known Hello. each other for a long time, and mm-hmm. today we're going to talk about a bunch of things. So, why don't you tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so I came to Beatty School in sixth grade, and that's how we know each other. Well, not <laughs> our school. <laughs> um, we met sixth grade, we were pretty close then to cross country together, which was We'll get into it in a moment. Yep. Um, I guess one of the main problems that, or not like problems, but like what we're going to talk about today is that in middle school, around the same time that Beatty was going through her illness, my parents got a divorce. So we were kind of dealing with our stuff simultaneously. But now mm-hmm. we're back and better than ever from <laughs> live from the back of Beatty's car in a library parking lot. <laughs> and he lived to tell the tale. Yes, we, we <laughs> did survive that. Yeah. yeah, today we're going to be talking about a problem that just another person faces on the daily. I just want to say thank you to everyone who filled out my form and listened to the first one. We really appreciate it. So, Calla, tell us a little bit about um, just like a background of our sixth grade experience and then like the beginning of your experience with the divorce. Yeah, okay. Well, like when did we even meet? In the beginning of sixth grade? Yeah. So, yeah, sixth grade. It's kind of just, we talked about it, or you and Marina talked about it last episode, Mm kind of all over the place with Beatty and I were definitely really good friends then. It's the birth of Piggy, um, (laughs) me wearing your clothes into a grocery store with your manny being like why do you look like that because i know you can't see me but I i'm mean, very tall back her when, clothes did not fit me yeah you wouldn't even <laughs> but <laughs> it's fine <laughs> and then seventh grade in the fall we did cross country together mm-hmm. and that was an experience and to have <laughs> one of the things that cal and i did together as like a last experience mm-hmm. yeah. before <laughs> I... final ride <laughs> um, is we went on this run with her dad in mm-hmm. it's like robert e lee Park. Robert E. Lee Park. With Marina. Yes. Because this was, like, peak. We were, like, so fit running. Like, we were, like, doing really well at the time. So we decided to go for a six-mile run. Yes, that's right. Six (laughs) Six miles. miles. Which I know maybe to those athletes out there. (laughs) They're like, okay. (laughs) It was a big deal, you know. So we ran. And then the next day I was like, ooh, my knees hurt. (laughs) And that was the end. And that was kind of that. (laughs) Yeah. But, no, that was a fun time. And we got an alley. Yeah, so then... Okay, well, I guess my parents got divorced. The whole thing started first day of spring break in sixth grade. So what was that, Mm -hmm. 2016? It was actually the the first day of spring break. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, this is great. Happy spring break. Started out, yeah. (laughs) It's going well. And then I guess just like timeline-wise, that was a rough year. I, my dad had like a surgery in December of 2015, I guess that was. He had like a surgery that had some complications. (laughs) That was kind of like a couple weeks there. It was like really high. He was in and out of the hospital. Then that was all fine. And then my dog passed away way of 15 years which was also low point but then we got my little tub of lard that I call my Walter (laughs) my new dog but that was a little high moment only to come back down (laughs) for spring break they well that obviously wasn't when they like got officially divorced because in the state of Maryland you have to live separately for an entire year without like any not any contact but like you can't have any like yeah like no it has to be like a year straight until you can actually like file for divorce and so yeah 
yeah, that was just kind of like the beginning of the three year long process. I think it was three years. And then after that, well, not after that, like kind of overlaying this, my grandfather had cancer. <laughs> right now, it was a really great time. <laughs> um, but he had just beat one type of cancer. But then spring of that year, found out that he had pancreatic cancer. Yeah, that was another thing. So kind of all throughout middle school, you know. And again, we come back to if you had a good middle school right. experience, <laughs> bless up. Like, <laughs> I envy you. Like, yeah. let me know your secrets because right. that was not. <laughs> maybe it was just like Britain. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like I don't. I feel like middle school. There's a reason it's three years. Like, I feel like that's just a designated part of People our just lives. Just part of growing up. Right. Middle school is just the worst. Yeah. Pretty much. My first question is, what was the biggest change that came with the divorce? And like, mm-hmm. were there any positive changes? in your mind back then or was it just like all bad all the time yeah I mean so biggest change was obviously just like my dad moving out um Mm -hmm. and he moved into an apartment like nearby so we definitely saw him a lot not well I shouldn't say a lot like we saw him probably like once a week my brother and I Mm -hmm. because like his apartment was small it was obviously not where he was I shouldn't say obviously it was just it wasn't where he was planning to say kind of a middle ground for a year and a half I think it was until he got his actual house now so we like saw him every so often but obviously we're all just in like a really dark place so that was a big change and and was there any like positive for sure like thinking back on it it really sucks for like three years there but if I could like choose I would not take like I would not choose to not, not have that like happen. take it back yeah right. because I obviously was really young my parents were like, married married but the last couple of years of the marriage were not like happy like, mm-hmm. it was all I ever knew so I didn't really know but looking now they both have like significant others that they're really happy with that's a really like that's a positive for me like seeing yeah. them both actually happy and my dad's girlfriend has a daughter who's eight her name's Lucy and she's definitely a positive part I love her <laughs> and having a little sister is something I've always wanted so that's yeah. that yeah no that's it I think it's like with like trauma I guess yeah. <laughs> well for me too is like my <laughs> disease has taken a lot of things away from me but like mm-hmm. I don't know who I would be without that yeah and then it's also like the fear of the unknown is I couldn't see my parents getting divorced but that's just because it hasn't happened yeah. yet <laughs> so I think there's this whole thing of people don't know what's to be expected and then it's yeah. like scary right now it's a very obviously go through a divorce I've never been through it before like it was a very <laughs> very new time like yeah. nobody knew what was going on but we figured it out and honestly another bright thing is me and my family got so much closer through it all mm-hmm. yes we were like splitting but only my parents mm-hmm. so I feel like my brother and I definitely got closer and then also just like little trios it's like my mom my brother and I my dad my brother and I like we just got a lot closer which is definitely a positive part like I don't right. think that would have happened the same way yeah had they not split so okay so do you ever feel like jealousy of people whose parents are together or like FOMO or or anything like that? I think that's an interesting question. Yeah, there's definitely moments where I'm like, for instance, dance recitals or mm-hmm. kind of like events um, or like my brother's lacrosse games that they go to or even like graduations and stuff. Having the two worlds merge is always weird. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> when worlds collide. Right. It's like, wow, normal people just like have this or, the, or their parents like driving the car together. Like that's something I like, can't picture. Right. Um, but again, there's the, just like little moments where it's kind of, I wouldn't say FOMO, but more just, oh, like that's not how it is. Like it's just kind of makes me like remember it, I guess. I yeah. wouldn't say FOMO, just more moments that I don't have that are like pointed out right I guess am I yeah well I think that's one of my biggest things in life yeah (laughs) (laughs) one of the biggest things that I've taken away the grass is always greener on the other side 100% and so like for me it was my legs were normal looking and I was like oh like if they were just a little bit skinnier right and then my legs were skinny and I was like just kidding yeah put it back right exactly and so like you see these families and you never know like that family could be going through terrible things also yeah Yeah, for sure another moment's like vacations like oh yeah I travel with one parent on vacation well I guess Mm -hmm. with my dad my dad and his girlfriend have been together longer so vacations with him are with two people but that's obviously not 
at my mom like it's just like a very different moment but again grass is always greener I, I don't see it as a bad thing more just like different right I guess than yeah. like peers mm-hmm. how did the divorce change your relationships outside of your family because I think that problems yeah. and stuff like that always affect more than yeah the direct people who are involved yeah for sure I guess my extended family they had a really big role in it like my grandfather was obviously like I said going through a lot he like lived up the road so mm-hmm. we would just kind of drive up to his house if we needed a break or my family in Pennsylvania I remember my mom drove me halfway and my grandma met her halfway to like trade me off and I spent a week in Pennsylvania just like in the depths of it all because I was like I really need to just get away Mm -hmm. and like that's my mom's family and like she didn't go because it was just like time for me to step away from it all like yeah obviously it was a very like dark remove yourself from the situation yeah exactly and I feel like Hamo was kind of like do you think like I feel yeah. like that's like a trip away like at least for you yeah like, so know. yeah for those of you who don't know I go to I, hear me out I go to farm camp did I pronounce it right Hamo yeah, yeah okay good. um <laughs> or I did when I was younger and now I like I'm not like a camper I like go and I work there during the summers it was like the one place my parents obviously they had full-time jobs so it wasn't like they could cater to my every movement but there were like counselors there who it was their job to help the campers and so even though like None of the other campers were literally disabled. But, like, it was a place for me to, like, go for six weeks and not to be alone. And there were people there who knew me as Beatty, not, Mm. like disabled right. BD, which was something I That's struggled so with because yeah. it blew my mind when people, I would meet people and they had never known the athletic me. Wow. That's great. Yeah. You know cause you mean? definitely met a lot of people like throughout this experience, mm-hmm. like a lot of people, even like international people like, you've gone through and just like, I don't know met a lot of new people that may that yeah. wouldn't have known you and then like people would have never that's something that no one describes me or maybe you know if you describe me as athletic like <laughs> thank you <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout out um but like no one would describe me as athletic and like that, before your illness or during 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 but that's like wild to me because i yeah. like played three sports right. yeah and then you're a very active person yeah <laughs> do you think that you went through like a ide- what identity crisis yeah. i think i did really just because i didn't go to school so i didn't right. you know like you bond Social with people over that like gossip like you know right this guy didn't I like went back to school for one day and people were talking about all these people and I'm like who yeah (laughs) and then so I didn't have that I didn't have like athletics I literally just sat in my bed right and so then quarantine (laughs) so then it was well who am I like without these terrible jokes about my (laughs) (laughs) comedy yeah that's that's pretty much all I consisted of anyways that's interesting what advice would you give to someone whose parents are going through divorce maybe like people going through divorce but also just people with like family issues parental Mm -hmm. marriage issues are very common I think yeah one thing two things I think a lot of or at least from what I've heard in divorces the children take it on as like it's their fault and luckily my brother and I never really like our parents drilled that into us they were like this has literally nothing to do with you which had they not done that maybe we would have internalized it but uh, I think that that is a really common issue in divorces Mm -hmm. so little disclaimer is literally not about you they were married before you well most of them (laughs) like I don't know who I'm talking here but don't internalize someone else's issues even though they're your parents and then the other thing just kind of like marriage issues in general is or even just life and like it'll suck for a while like it will but at the end of the day you're gonna like see the light on the end of the tunnel like you will come out stronger it's just kind of what you have to go through for a little bit whatever that may look like you and I and every other person in this world obviously we go through it and then you get stronger from it so kind of just hold out hope that it's only temporary whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you're facing makes sense okay so that happened and that was your middle school experience Mm -hmm. but your high school experience has been a little bit different yeah timeline again I gave the beginning but eighth grade my parents were officially divorced I actually have no idea when they were official (laughs) maybe like summer into freshman year by by the time that it was like legally it it had already been official in my 
mind. Right. Eighth grade was rough. My grandfather passed away in spring of eighth grade, which he was kind of like, he was a father figure to my mom mm-hmm. and I was my dad's dad. So it was kind of like an intersection there. But around grief, I feel like it just all kind of went away. Like they obviously saw right. each other. And, and my parents, luckily they had, there's obviously, they're not best friends. I wish that they were. Sometimes when it, the divorce was happening, I was like, oh, it's fine. They're going to be friends. But like, <laughs> that's not how it went. But at the same time, we had it so much better than I've heard like a lot of other people. Like right. they still talk to each other. They still will send photos of us when we were little and be like, oh, like we're amazing children, like that kind of thing. But it's nothing outside of, <laughs> right. you know, which I feel like is a good distance. Mm-hmm. But so spring of eighth grade, that happened, which was really rough for just everyone in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and he played a big role. My grandfather played a role in the divorce, like supporting all of us. He mm-hmm. was there for like literally every one of us. And yeah, that was rough. But then freshman year, I feel like it all kind of went away. Like it was all, well, not yeah. gone away, but like it was just a new normal and we'd gone from that. And yeah. then now you got used to it. Right. Now I've got other things to think about besides the divorce, you know? Right. And they're done that and then we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the other things that Kala is really passionate about is like a healthy mindset. And so, we're just going to talk about how insecurities, how to like combat that. For sure. I think that we like all, again, this podcast brings it to light. We all have our stuff, but you know, at least for me, I'm not in the depths of it anymore. So, I feel like, yes, mm-hmm. the divorce was a huge part of like who I am now but it's also in the past it's not like who I am at this moment do do you know what I mean it's not what I'm looking at at this moment it's not what I'm focused on so I have an Instagram account and everything Mm -hmm. kind of angled towards just like it started out eating right like in quarantine everything but now it's more just healthy mindset like you said healthy healthy living Mm -hmm. like body image and stuff that teenage girls really go through and just like people in general right yeah and I know that obviously you can speak to that like on body image like yeah I think I don't know what are your thoughts on that so like your experience right so well also if you want to follow her it's clean eats by Kala. yep so you know everybody go follow her it's Kala's humor mixed with mindset positivity (laughs) i think my body issues were obviously disproportionate to many people's issues just because i mean like like eating disorders my body looked a lot similar to that was the other thing it's like people would look at me like i had an eating eating disorder i never even thought of that people just assumed that i wasn't eating right which is like also like out of control of the patience of those people who are doing it but I didn't like the way that people looked. Nobody knew what was going on. Right. And then everybody just assumed old men would look at me. I remember I was going into Michael's one time and I was walking in and I walked at the pace of a turtle. <laughs> it was so slow. And I like started winking. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I love that. Like, like, slow. Like, hey. Yeah. Just I love it. But people would, they'd look me up, up and mm-hmm. down and I'd be like, eh, stop looking at yeah. me. Look the other way, please. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing that I was talking with Marina about how like mm-hmm. comparison kills. Seriously. And don't compare your chapter one or chapter five to someone's like chapter 30 so that's what i have focused on and the whole grass is always greener like i'm always gonna want my legs look a different way like i'm always gonna wish that i have like a lot of residual damage from the fluid in my joints so like a lot of my joints are like bigger like if you see my fingers they're kind of kind of (laughs) diagonal so like i'm always gonna wish that that was that was different or like my hip scars were smaller Mm -hmm. but yeah but it like shows who you are you know like yeah i guess survivor vibes (laughs) (laughs) obviously on a different scale but my experience with body image I never had an eating disorder Mm -hmm. thankfully but I mean I think we've all kind of had our moments where we're like oh I wish I could stop eating (laughs) and like I'm also very tall and that's something that like a lot of people have told me they're jealous of but to me at least for a really long time that's Mm -hmm. I wish I could be shorter why can't I be I'm like 5'10 I would always be like oh 5'7 perfect height you're like tall but not that you're not you're not a freak (laughs) but (laughs) but then you know again just my experience with it it's like something that I have to like embrace because my height's not going anywhere right you can't like, do our anything bodies about are changing. it yeah the best we can do is just like take pride I guess yeah. yeah yeah there's like nothing you can do about it so why yeah. 
Right. Why well, hate yourself for it? Fred over it. Yeah. Yeah. So on this account, you have books that you listen mm-hmm. to, read, <laughs> and then you have a bunch of quotes, right? One of them that I really like is "Check on yourself as much as you check Instagram." Mm-hmm. Can you like talk a little bit about? Yeah. That? At least for me, I'm like trying to cut down on social media, but it's so hard. Like, yeah, social media is so addicting. It's so annoying. Well, also like in quarantine, it yeah. makes you feel like you're a part of the bigger world, right? Because like you can connect to people, but right? That's like our only form of connection. But I feel like Instagram, obviously, you're looking at everyone else all the time, and I'm on it way more than I should. Or like Snapchat, you're just looking at photos of you. Literally, every platform of social <laughs> media is self-deprecating in some way or another. It's kind of yeah. awful, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it lets you connect, so it's fine. Yeah, so it's like, fine, we still do it. But I think that that quote, at least, check mm-hmm. Instagram as much as you check yourself. Those are people's highlights. Those aren't yourself, or those aren't themselves. I don't know. I think it's more important to kind of have some self-reflection time rather than, like, looking at other people's edited faces and stuff like that. I think right. That can just really lead to some bad places, bad mindsets, I think. Mm-hmm. And then one more, it says, stop trying to fit in places that make you leave a piece of you out. Yeah, that's very true. I think a lot of teenage living, this is my experience, but I'm pretty sure I've, like a lot of people can relate <laughs> to this. Is you, like we were talking about this earlier, we mm-hmm. just want acceptance in some way. Right. We're insecure and, you know, in this way or the other, like in general, I don't see myself as an insecure person, but right. that yeah. does not mean I don't have insecurities. <laughs> Jesus, no. Like, like that's Cal is just the a perfect. She picked for her history paper, John Humphrey Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Which sees himself as the perfect man. Yeah, that was funny. And, and my teacher was like, that'll be perfect for you, Cal. I was like, I really don't think I have an ego, but thank you. She so, does. She does. Okay. No, I just can't. So. not at all have an ego. <laughs> Anyways, I just feel like we're all, I just compare myself to others or like mm-hmm. everything I say, like in conversations, like a lot of the time, I guess recently, more I'm thinking about, like, what the other person's thinking of me instead yeah. of, like, the conversation itself. Which and like, also, like, huge. most of the time, the per- the things that you think the person is thinking yeah. about is, like, something that they weren't even right. noticing. Right, so irrelevant. <laughs> They're not noticing my right earlobe, like, <laughs> the most tiny little things that, like, I may think of. So are you insecure about your right earlobe? <laughs> no, I actually think it's really cute. <laughs> Everybody look at Cal's right earlobe. Insert pick here. (laughs) Everyone is obviously, like, leaving a piece of yourself out. Obviously, you're not, like, if you're in certain settings, you're not going to talk about other things. Right. About yourself, maybe, but, like, bringing your whole self to the table, I think, Mm -hmm. is, like, really important. And obviously something that I'm working on, like, again, this account. Disclaimer, like, I'm scared sometimes that the account meaning my like um cleaning specala thingy like i feel like a lot of the time it comes across i am all knowing and y'all should take notes from me and like that's not what i want at all yeah at all like i try to be as vulnerable on there as possible because like it's really just a helpful tool for me too well i think it's also interesting how people are so nervous to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and also like being vulnerable makes you weak i don't know i feel like i have respect for them and the whole thing about how stop trying to showing up to places that you can't be you're like true self or whatever like if you never share the things that you go through you might never like bond with people in the same yeah, way exactly that's why i think this podcast even is like so special because like we aren't having these i mean we I, do honestly but... yeah i feel like i'm a very open person that yeah, sometimes so i like, overshare same. like we both do that no i think that it's important to have these discussions and like post this because as mm-hmm. much as like even right now we're being really vulnerable online to like mm-hmm. like that's why I, like honestly i was so nervous to come <laughs> on here today because i was like oh my god what am i gonna say like everyone's gonna listen yeah. to this i like, genuinely thought that this would maybe get like 30 listens <laughs> Like maybe not how it is, and two hundred and like fifty of you listen. And I was like, oh, maybe I maybe it's a time to delete this. 
like, exactly that's exactly where it is yeah. it's like that's how I was with my account too like this used to be an account where I was like I blocked people that I knew <laughs> on it I'm not kidding when it first started out I was like they can follow it once it gets a little bit bigger 20 posts on yeah. it something but like no they can't see it right now but that's not how it should be like yeah. you know like I feel like these conversations are so important to like post and like have other people listen to because right. it's like this is like you're not like alone and yeah. like I know that people like even Marina was like, kind of like telling me about her experience coming on here last time mm-hmm. it was like so many people reached out to me and were like yeah. that's exactly how I feel oh my god we're so similar but that's like such a common thing like I hope mm-hmm. that like people can like relate to this and whether obviously right. your illness is like really special and most people can't relate to that like on the surface level but right but like the whole body themes. images and like right. I know that there's more people out there that have illnesses that mm-hmm. don't say anything like they don't have to be yeah. like crazy bot mind changing yeah. giant things but like a lot of people struggle with chronic illness and yeah, like it's sure. not whatever and I also think it's interesting how we make these side accounts like I mean I did post this on my real like Instagram but like yeah. most of the things that I talk about with my friends I would not post on my Instagram yeah. or like mm-hmm. whatever yeah that's so true yeah. like we make side accounts oh interesting little point there we make like a separate account to like acknowledge a separate like part of our identity than just and hmm. then like your finstas are like a completely different part of you too or like different levels of private stories i'm fascinated by that i know like how do you i mean i do it too but like how do you decide who's close enough to you to right or even posting it like which one should this go on yeah how much of my personality does this show and (laughs) there how how should that correlate to like which private story like that's just crazy right i think it's interesting i do too like yeah (laughs) i have so many different personalities and like sides of me oh Oh my god, I'm so excited that you just said that. I've literally been feeling like that so much recently. Like, yeah. I feel like I have five different personalities. <laughs> I know. What is with that? It's con- <laughs> like it's concerning, and I'll go to one thing and I'll mm-hmm. be not like I'm like the whole, different. The whole stereotype of like you're two faced mm-hmm. is a bad thing. Yeah. I talk, and I know everyone does it. You talk to your yeah. teachers differently than right. you talk to your friends. You talk yeah, yeah. to your friends differently than you talk to your family. Yeah. Like for instance, I don't go to school and talk about dance. Yeah. Talk about your dance career. Yes. Okay. So that <laughs> is a large part of my experience with body positivity body mm-hmm. image dance is literally the fundamentals are you in the smallest amount of clothing possible mm-hmm. well not smallest amount like tightest amount of clothing possible staring into a mirror for hours on end <laughs> and surrounded by people doing the same thing and you're judged off of literally how you look like yeah thankfully my studio is not like a bad one with that but dance has had like really fundamental issues one of my friends went to an audition once and they just stood in a line and they just chose numbers and that was it. They didn't actually dance. They all just looked at like oh my gosh. how thin they were. Like, it's so awful. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's really bad. Or like, even being tall, dancers aren't traditionally short. I feel like they're like medium height and skinny. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the typical whatever. Obviously, and I was, I was a gymnast before yeah. I got sick. And like, I think that was part of the reason why like, I would look at these girls' legs with super muscular yeah. and like everybody's legs look differently. And I was like, oh, well, you know, if mine were just like mus- more muscular, I would like whatever. Right. Like the way your body looks correlates to your like skin in whatever sport it is. Right. Like, I had to stop gymnastics because I was tall. Like, yeah. And I guess that's less people viewing each other because you have to be like lower to the floor. Like it's a lot harder when you're tall. But still, like that well, that took a stab to fifth grade me. I was like, babe. <laughs> like, why? I just what? wanted to I love gymnastics. <laughs> right. Okay, so taking a step back from that, let's go back to the personalities because like yes. dance is one of your right. things. And I feel like where I was going with that is that environment 
changes what you yeah. talk about mm-hmm. but it shouldn't change like who you are but you right. know what I mean but I feel like in certain environments I act differently like or with certain people yeah but I think it's like who you are you bonded with those people over one mm-hmm. part of you exactly and all of the like all the different parts are you but they're mm-hmm. just different, different parts people. yeah right you're not just like one flat figure there's just like different <laughs> sides you're not flat you. Stanley right exactly you've got you're like a 16-sided dice <laughs> I guess the main the thin line there is that when you're in certain environments where you bond with people from a certain mm-hmm. party, you whatever show that part but don't hide the others I guess yeah I think for a little while I got over this phase quickly mm-hmm. but I feel like everyone in like the beginning of high school is like okay I'm gonna be this person like yeah. I'm gonna I feel like I still do that like yeah. I'm gonna rebrand myself tomorrow yeah like, like I'm gonna be a better per- but like we're not a brand <laughs> like that's I think the part that I need to listen to myself we all need to listen to like right. we are not one sentence right we my, are not one sentence no okay my brain understood that but I don't think that came out right we can't be described our the entirety of ourselves in one sentence no <laughs> yes okay, that do does make more sense I just feel like we're such humans are so complex we yeah. can't just we can't expect ourselves to be our entire selves in every situation possible that's not how that works yeah so maybe that also you know what, what I what think expect. another thing is interesting is like the amount that you share with others is dependent on others behaviors so like if you're at like a party or like a gathering and like someone shares their experience they're yeah. like oh my gosh I went through that too but like I would have never said something if you hadn't said something. exactly that's very true it's very like receptive off of what other people I guess are saying and again like right. this podcast like people listening to like that's what yeah like going back to like what Marina said that people literally texted her and was like mm-hmm. you said the exact words that I'm thinking like you put it into words you articulated it which I feel like is so funny that you just said the personalities like <laughs> I've literally been thinking about that the past couple weeks and again yeah. it's not like two-faced like I'm acting differently it's just that I'm like have you ever seen that and there's like an Instagram account that's like we're not really strangers yeah I've seen that I barely like looked at it but I think it just reminds we all we're all bonded yeah, yeah. in this human experience and we all Great. go through such similar things but no one wants to like Nobody talk talks about it what is that I saw that I posted on that account it's called um you are a badass by oh Jen I wanted Sincaro. to listen to that but I it's so good okay give like little synopsis yeah or like why should you read this book you should read this book um because (laughs) i don't know i think every chapter focuses on something different from like self-motivation to not caring what people think like Mm -hmm. it covers literally everything that we're kind of talking about right now right and everything i think that book really started kind of like my passion for i don't know if it's a passion but just like my interest in like showing that stuff yeah in that book she's like why do we go to the grocery store i've thought about this ever since why do we go to the grocery store and walk past people like they move out of the way to reach for your toothbrush and then you just keep walking like we don't say hi to the people in the aisles oh yeah what is that but if we're in like if we're talking to someone at a restaurant then we say hi but if we're waiting in line at a restaurant we don't say hi to each other what the hell what <laughs> like we're literally all like crossing paths why don't we like talk and like learn you know yeah. what I mean like even if it's and just the like whole 10 concert, seconds yeah I also think like the whole concept of like why do we feel awkward like what yeah. what is it that what like drives that? that I think I'm pretty sure she said this in the book too like awkward is literally a made up thing yeah and then the whole idea of you're so nervous to go up to that one person or like mm-hmm. say hi to someone but they could be just as nervous to say hi to you or even like what is this whole concept we only have one shot at life we're literally yeah not i said this in the other one we're not making it out alive you yeah. know what i mean so like yeah, what's very... people don't care like you say hi like it's the right. end of the world like what's gonna happen like little things you can do in your like daily one example was walking into an elevator and everyone just turns to face the door but don't do that turn to face like <laughs> the side door i saw like this dude he did this thing that was like a hundred days of embarrassing himself oh i love that and so he like 
his they got progressively okay. more embarrassing like what are examples so the first day and i think you can look this up on youtube and it'll probably show up somewhere i don't really know but he went into the store and he like asked he was like hey can i have a hundred dollars for like this random person and they were like no and he was like okay and ran away there was one where he went up and knocked on someone's door and was like hey can i plant this flower in your backyard that's so funny did they say yes and the guy was like no oh. and instead of running away this time he was like why <laughs> and, i love it so and funny. the guy was like well when you're thinking about that why um right. because you're going into someone's backyard like they don't know who you are like right. kidnapping like robbery there. but what he what the man who owned the house said was because my dog ripped up all the flowers so it'd be a waste of your flower oh my god which is not at all what he was not thought he was gonna say and then he said but you can go to that lady and like ask her because she loves flowers and so he went to that lady and asked and he planted a flower in her backyard oh, that's so cute so just like this whole like you have no idea what someone's thinking yeah and like being no judgmental idea. so Wait, I love and i encourage everyone one to do it just yeah. do something that you would normally think is embarrassing like say hi to someone in the toothpaste aisle yeah. just do it like what's the worst that's gonna happen they're like gonna laugh at you then yeah. run away <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> not that big of a deal you got this like something that my mom always said when we were growing up that i just like loved is obviously not in that like crazy of a mm-hmm. level but it's better to wave to someone that you don't know like on the side of the street mm-hmm. than some than not to wave at someone you do know and i feel like that's so like i don't know like i love like smiling at random people like i find myself doing that more yeah like the other day i was in the car with my friend and we pulled up to a red light and there's just a sweet old woman i'm in the passenger seat so i just looked over and smiled at her and she was like confused at first thought i thought she was someone else whatever but then she like <laughs> genuinely smiled back and i was Aww. just like oh you're so cute and yeah. then that made my day yeah i was, made hers i was thinking about this this happened like weeks ago but i was driving to a friend's house and i was stopped at like a, a place and you know like windshield wiper yeah. dudes was like mm, like no thank you and i right. like waved to them and i thought they were gonna do it anyway and he didn't and he came up to my window and he was like that's okay i'm not gonna do it but like anything to help us out like we're doing this whatever and i like he was so kind and so i yeah. like he gave him two dollars and he looked yeah. so happy and he was like thank you so much i love and that. i've been thinking about that like ever since yeah i saw someone there was this girl who wrote down like all the small interactions that meant something to her Hmm. or that like made her day and so like you go back and you look at all these like small interactions oh i love that and like i was like i want to do that but also i have no i have no motivation to do that no i so want to do that so one of marina's big things last episode was romanticize your life but also like it's fine to be in a place where you're not completely happy with it can we talk about the whole idea of not to talk in tiktok references but like making you the main character and because at least for me high school i feel like the perception i thought it's like very different than what i thought it was gonna be like it's no high school musical unfortunately especially when you go to an all-girls school yeah (laughs) it's very different that's that's another thing yeah Yeah, i feel like i'm the main character thing i don't like connect with as much because i feel like for me when i think like oh i'm the main character it's like everyone's looking at me yeah (laughs) i don't like like social anxiety like not like that well okay obviously this summer was like very pivotal for me you know like i feel like that's everyone i guess something that i've focused on for the past couple years just because original like quarantine or being with your friends is like something Mm -hmm. special i'll just be driving and i had a really good day the other day and i was like and you're just like finding happiness in the little things your life is never gonna be like perfect focus on like the little happy moments here and there like that's what i try to do at least find gratitude in the small things right exactly 
Okay, so there's this club at school called Life Club, and it's literally four people in it. Five, maybe, (laughs) including me. Very small. I'm the only junior in it. But it's called Life because it's lessons intended for everyone, and I want to take it over next year. That's awkward. I don't think you know that I want it. So, anyway. Hey, rebranding. So, what's going to happen? They're going to laugh at you. (laughs) I was in that the other day. I guess tying back to the body positivity thing, we did this activity where just for five, ten minutes, Mm -hmm. you wrote like dear my legs dear my butt like dear something about your body and then you just write a little love letter to it that might sound so cheesy but and at first I was like what yeah yeah I was was like a little hesitant but then I did it and I was like because I did about my height and I was like oh my god I feel so great now Mm -hmm. so like I've done like two more since that and I just think it's like you target one part of your body and just just, like write like what you love about it what it does for you like Mm -hmm. all the like appreciation thing and again like you might be listening to this and being like I don't have the time for that I don't really that doesn't interest me but like try it like and yeah. See how you feel after. Like, it's really, I don't know. I thought it was just a really interesting activity. Yeah. Dear Kala's right earlobe. Yes. <laughs> Dear my right earlobe. I love when you wear earrings. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw this thing. Some girl was doing something on Instagram and it was like, where do you get your insecurities from? And there's like four categories. And I can't remember all of them, but one of them was like, what other people think about you? Negative, like, relationship flash, like, comments people make about you. And then there were a couple more. But I'm curious to know, like, what were, what is your, like, things people say or like are you your biggest critic for me i feel like i'm my biggest critic in Mm -hmm. the way that I don't, that's, I feel like it's, like, all the above, a little mix of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not someone that, like, really seeks for validation in, like, the yeah. traditional life, but I also want everyone to like me because I like when I like people, <laughs> and I like when people like me, and, and I like friends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. But not, like, I don't like some people. And right. And some people don't like me, and that's just kind of something that we all have to get, like, comfortable with. And we're not here to please everyone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's also interesting, like, her biggest thing was negative comments and relationship. But at least, like, right now, and quarantine, right? You're yeah. picking people who you trust to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And so if you're picking these people, I'm not seeing anyone who's like, you look bad today. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, right now, at least, that's very true. I'm not surrounded by people who are saying, like, negative comments. Yeah. And I'm not in a negative relationship. And so right. in quarantine, does it just make, like, you being your biggest critic worse? Hmm. Or is it new me? Or is it that you're not seeing other people and so you're not comparing yourself? I feel like, at least for me, I, in quarantine, heavy quarantine in March and Mm -hmm. spring and everything, that was, like, a time where I was, like, very much, like, working out, doing great, like, peak of my life. (laughs) But then now it's, like, a little mix. Like, Mm -hmm. I see some... I think that's what I miss most about. Like, I'm excited for, like, when Mm -hmm. corona ends is having conversations with people who I don't know or, like... A little, hey. Yeah. Yeah, around school. Or, or even, like, in, like, social gatherings. Yeah. When you're like, hey, I don't know you, but, like, we have mutual friends. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you have mutual friends for a reason. Like, there's there's yeah. something that, like, over like, overlaps let's... there. This episode is kind of all over everywhere, but I think that the whole, like, idea of it is just letting you in to know, like, the things that Kala faces every day and the things that, like, just, like, teenage girls as a whole face. Like, between the two of us, we're trying to summarize as much as we can, yeah. like of the complex life that is the teenage girl like (laughs) how kind of like we said both of our like traumas Mm -hmm. led us to who we are today like we're stronger because of it but now we have other things to like face right and one point that I was thinking about the other day is like when in middle school when I was kind of facing my grandfather's battle with cancer Mm -hmm. which was really like long and again like these were all like overlapping timelines called them earlier and like the divorce and everything it was at that point that I was the most comfortable with myself which is like a really interesting I mean if you knew me then like 
you knew what it looked like. It's like probably like shows. I like, do you know what I mean? Like I was not plucking my eyebrows. Like I was very just, I was just, just like kind of hippie well, living. There's that point in middle school where insecurity was like not care about like your body or whatever. And then there's right. like the switching point where you yeah. start looking at other people. Yeah. And I think, so it just kind of like hippie living. Yeah. No, I was just, I was very just like, oh yeah, yeah here I am. Like I'm focused on other things in my life. As soon as mm-hmm. that trauma went away and I'm not who I am, now it's time for me to turn. And maybe that's also just kind of the difference between middle school and high school, but now it's turned right. more like internal reflection. Like now I'm insecure about things in me and my interactions with other people. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I see that. And like, Changes at least for me, like my living situation consumed me. Like there, there wasn't something else I could think about. Yeah. And so like, and there was also like nothing I could do about my appearance. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got to a place that I could, but then it's like completely, like it's all relative. Yeah. Right? Like, beauty is so like subjective mm-hmm. and even like pain too is like yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stub my toe today and be like oh my god I've never been in this much pain as yeah. I like literally couldn't get out of bed right no that's so true <laughs> yeah so I think one of the points we wanted to talk about was kind of the idea of manifestation mm-hmm. and I'm not someone neither of us have a lot of experience doing it but I think that at least Gen Z and TikTok in the past six months I feel like we've talked about manifestation a lot so it's important to bring up so I saw this thing on I forget where I saw it, but there was this girl who, like, not even, like, manifest, I'm gonna say this, like, light a candle, and right. then I'm gonna, like, get all these things. It was yeah. more like, you put it on a board, and it's a reminder mm-hmm. to do these things for yourself. I just thought it was crazy. This dad okay. made this board and was like, I want to, like, have a house where I can support my family, whatever, and, like, did all these things with me as a teenager and kept this board. And they found this board, and it was, Later. their house looked almost identical to the one on onto That's the crazy. board. And it was, like, in the similar location, and he had reached a lot of these things. Things. And when he was a teenager, he put this board in somewhere he saw like every day. So it was just like a reminder right. to even like, on a subconscious level. Yeah, this is what my life is like. Go. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna make decisions to better yourself. Yeah, that's super interesting. And I think like visualizing that anything that you want is possible. And, and that's what that book kind of talked about a lot that I was talking about earlier. Like everything is available to you. It's just like kind of how much you're willing to put on the line to get there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Yeah. I just feel like in the whole high school experience, so many people are with these people that they don't actually like each other. Yeah. And it's just friends for connections or like for the image. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not even, like, I'm not trying to, like, judge people and say, like, oh, you're not actually friends. Like, I've gone <laughs> through that, like, myself. Like, I find myself being attracted to certain friends. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why? I don't actually like spending time with you. Yeah. Like, I, the time that we share together is not fun. Like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. And that's, like, important. Like, I don't use that as, like, a rip on myself. Like, I think it's just, like, a moment to step back and be like, what am I really doing here, you know? Mm-hmm. Who am I really trying to be? And I think that that's reflected in who you spend your time with. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, friend groups is a large part of that. Like, you kind of just touched on, like, it's better to have a few close friends than to really identify with a huge group at least in my opinion if you if you differ yeah. like these are all like know. our opinions and right. our like I'm not trying to like judge anyone I'm just saying that, I mean you could have a giant group of friends and you're yeah. close with every single one of them right. and that's amazing go off but <laughs> I think that that's not always the case yeah I also like comparison like oh this girl has a lot of friends she must love herself more she must be so like no. or or this girl posts all these things on Instagram mm-hmm. wow she really has like an amazing life but she again, really has the highlights it all. Petition to make Instagram casual again. Literally. <laughs> Brooke Vincent is really doing the most of that. Go off, Brooke. <laughs> also, along that idea, at least in high school, there's a big pressure. I don't know if it's a pressure, but it's a big... Like, people are like, oh, I want a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I want... Just the sentence, I want a boyfriend. Okay, why? Like, <laughs> I want a boyfriend. Yeah, sure. But I'm not, like, living every day. Like, I, I suck. I don't have a boyfriend. Like, what is that? You know? What are they going to give you that you can't give yourself? And I don't mean that in a way that, like, they're unnecessary. I just mean, like, you're too... <laughs> 
like you're two separate people that are like together like you're have, not half. like complete yourself exactly complete you can feel yourself person. and then caroline mckeesky shout out to you you posted something the other day that i like she was like like i'm living my life if everyone wants to like come along for the ride like that's right. cool and great but like this is like my life like i'm not looking outwards for mm-hmm. my confidence i'm looking inward yeah. And I think, like, even in friends, you can't look for, like, them to validate your existence and, like, who you are and, like, validate yourself. Like, be okay with yourself before, like, your friends aren't there to, I mean, your friends are there to support you, but they're not there to be, like. Yeah, also, kind of in that line of thinking, you're not, like, a collective human. You and your friends don't make up a personality. Like, Mm -hmm. you are your own self. You have to, like, value your own words and your own self. And value your own time. Yeah. I think that's something that I love. I, I think I'm an extrovert. I love being around people. I love, like, having obviously i started a podcast yeah (laughs) yeah i just like enjoy people's company but i also enjoy time by myself yeah like i don't think i need like time to like recharge and so you think of yourself as an extrovert i don't i can't tell if i'm like an an extroverted introvert or an introverted me too i'm definitely a mix me too 100 a mix because i wouldn't okay when i go into a store I'm not going to say hi to everyone I know. My mom does that. Wait, (laughs) everyone you know in the store? My mom always knows everyone. Yeah, okay, true. My mom is just like a... Not a public figure, but she pretends like she is. <laughs> no, I feel like there's definitely people that would just say hi to, like, every single yeah. person. Yeah, and, like, like, she can make conversation with anyone and everyone, but mm-hmm. she is an introvert when she gets home. Like, she's, really? like, she's like everyone yeah. back off. Yeah. Like, it's my time, but outside and, like, at work, she's, like, puts on this, like, happy face, which is good. Like, I, I love yeah, you, Mom, no, but also, like, at all. I don't, like, I'm not someone who, like, can make up conversation with everyone. Yeah, like, like if I walk into a store and see a bunch of people I know... Like, I'll, like if I see someone I know and they don't see me, like, sometimes I'll turn away and pretend like I don't know them. But I, I, that depends on the person, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like, like acquaintance, you, like, see someone you know. Right. Like, well, that's the whole weird thing about high school is, like, you know so many. Like, right. pe- people Instagram. follow. Instagram. Like, 600 people How many on times Instagram, have you been at a party, right. someone comes up to you and is like, I follow you on Instagram. Or, like, that whole, so you follow them on Instagram and then you've never actually met them before and then you meet them and you're like, hi, like, nice right. to meet you. But, like, you They're know, human. people, oh my gosh, <laughs> a human. I'm having a similar conversation in my head, I feel like. <laughs> like, I have so many thoughts that I'm pretty sure you're all hearing, but you're not. <laughs> I just said a human. I mean, like... Oh okay, wait. I'm I think this putting thing a person is so... The face. One time... <laughs> what? <laughs> Give me a moment, Beanie. This is not okay. going well. No, wait. One time... What do I thought? Like, 800 people okay. on Instagram? Okay, let's take that for example. And so, I was driving to, like, a school thing with with a bunch of people mm-hmm. and I like we all go to the same school like we know who each other are but we pretend to like not know each yeah. other right yeah and then this girl was she was like I'm a twin and I was like I know <laughs> no way and then, so but okay this is a, a couple years ago everyone like don't yeah, think I'm yeah. no I love that <laughs> and, and yeah I was like I know and she was like and we all like paused <laughs> and I was like no 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 I mean like I'm a twin too like <laughs> I just like saw you and your twin on Instagram yeah. like whatever like we follow each other yeah I, I don't think I said that but right. it's like you go to a party you see all these yeah. people you follow all you these people. You have to pretend like you've and never... And you're like, I, you're like, who them. are you? Yeah, you're like, hey, what's your name again? <laughs> like, no. What school what do you that? go to? Yeah. As if they don't have, like, Bryn Mawr in their Literally. bio. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Like, I hate, like, it's, like, if someone came up to me and was like, 
you're meaty. Like, right. I felt, like, I think that I might be creepy, uh, but yeah. also, like, I would commend you for yeah, being, like, I, I know you. It. Like, I feel like I've been in situations before where people, like, I start talking to someone, they're like, I'm pretty sure I follow you. And then I'm like, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> I, I follow you as well. I just don't have the balls to come out and say that. <laughs> but, like, yeah. You're right. So, like, how's your mom doing? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your dog's really cute. Like, <laughs> what's it? So, you know, next time you're at a social gathering, go up to someone that you follow social. on Instagram and be like, hey, <laughs> I follow you. You're really cool feed. And, you know, maybe they won't. Again, that's just, like, a made-up thing that we've created. Yeah. Like, why do we do that? Like, I don't know. Because we're scared of what people are going to think of you when you go up and right. say something. I wish we grew up in our parents' time when yeah. social media and phones stayed at the house. I hate Snapchat. I l- if anyone ever sees my Snapchat, I literally hate Snapchat. I hate it, and I hate that I do it. Oh, like, I kind of gave up. I like. Do I that think. Every I month. think I didn't do it in that like peak time of middle school. Like I think I. Oh. I missed. I missed the fad or like okay, whatever. Like yeah. I've had it like eight, eight years maybe. But like why? Why am I snapping a picture of my face to snap to see a picture of your like and we're or not even talking. like like right, okay, a picture your face? Okay, wait. I register it. You wait. I'm gonna go. Wait an hour. Yeah. A picture of your ceiling. Yeah. Like, what is that? (laughs) What is that? That's, and that's unhealthy communication. Like, I don't understand what that is. Why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah. Why do we make that? And then, like, when you start a conversation, it's, like, a big thing. It's like, right? (gasps) What do I say? What letters do I do? What are you doing tonight? What's the moves? (laughs) WTM, uh, like, we create our TBH broke my scale. Right. Not to be, like, um, like an old person, but I, sorry, I really hate it. No, it's so weird. Like, I just think, okay, not gonna lie, I'm not a big fan of FaceTime. Yeah, I, like agreed. I would rather text someone, but like Me not too. like the hi, hi. What right. are you doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just so. Or even the difference between like chatting and texting. Yeah. What is that like? Like what is the difference between Snap? But if someone were to text you that you've only talked to on Snapchat, or like okay, you know someone and they Snapchat message you, it's not weird. Right. But they text you and it's like why it's are, like, they why are they texting? It's the so same weird. thing. Yeah, I mean we got sidetracked, but yeah. I think that just like. This whole idea, like, why do you care? And I mean, let's be real. I care about what other people think, like, as much as I wish, like, I didn't. Preaching to myself, but also, like, preaching to others. Like, why do you care? Like, why should you care? Right, there's literally no reason. We're saying this out of, again, not that we are the Yeah, I'm not, like, in no way. Like, let's just all collectively decide to Let's all, yeah, let's all collectively decide to stop pretending that we don't know each other. And, like... (laughs) Major takeaway is that, you know, you surround yourself with the people that you are, and for that reason, you should, like, You are choose. what you eat. You are what... Yep. But, like, you are what you what right. you, you don't need meet. your friends. You but... are what you meet. Okay. All right. There we go. And... I'm quoting my... I'm patenting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there's people in your life that you literally... A good thing in quarantine, I feel like, again, could just be, like, who do I actually want to spend time with? Who yeah. do I value my time with? And who makes me laugh? That yeah. was, like, a big That's thing a big me. thing. Like, I don't... We don't need to be therapists for each other we don't need to like like, connect on every level possible but if you make me laugh like I want you know yeah I think laughter is like one of my favorite hobbies like Cal was saying like you don't have to be like obviously Cal and I are talking and being vulnerable but we're not always like that like we can have like stupid conversations and like like, what's your deepest darkest fear like (laughs) let's talk about it the rest of the day like no let's analyze right like that's not how it goes no yeah but I think it's also nice to have like someone that you can talk to with deep stuff 
Yeah, for sure. A nice balance, but, like, not everyone yeah. in my life, you don't, like, earn a spot in my life by being... Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't need to... We don't need to be connected on every we level yeah. possible, but if you're fun to be around and you make me laugh, then I'm gonna want to keep you around. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then you get a spot in California. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't mean like that. It's like... So, yeah, just to wrap up, you know, going back to that dude who planted a flower in that random lady's backyard, like, he was so nervous about like what that man was thinking of him like why do you want to plant a flower in my garden don't do stuff based on what people what you think people are gonna think do something embarrassing right and easier said than done yeah a nice reminder is that like something that I always remind myself like I will never be you know the person that we visualize ourselves like our highest selves like I will never be like I'm at the top there's no (laughs) there's no way I can improve from here like we are always a work in progress like we will always Mm -hmm. be improving upon ourselves so like we have to cut ourselves some slack you know yeah we were talking about this on one of my classes but it was like everybody fails at the person they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. but it's like what you make of the person you are oh and I thought that was interesting the person people think you are just you know be happy in your own body yeah and And i think a good reminder is just that like we say all these things again this whole thing is like us saying them to ourselves and all whoever is listening tell yourself like do this do that try this try that like it's it's out of a place of love and like you're trying to self-improve it's not out of you're not doing this so start doing it you Mm -hmm. know i think that's something that i try to remind myself a lot like self-improvement is out of self-love and not out of hate it's not correction it's not correcting yourself it's improving do you know what i mean yeah that's a good note Yeah, I feel like that's probably my main takeaway from life, Mm -hmm. or at least how I try to look at it. I think that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. And also, please, if you have any problems you want to talk about, they can literally be so small. Like, fill out the form. Reach out. This was really fun. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, reached out. Even though as nervous as I was, I feel like we had fun. (laughs) So we're good. Yeah, we did. And like I promise I'm like really not a scary person at all. Like we got our mobile (laughs) mobile studio. (laughs) Yeah, maybe this won't like mobile studio won't be making a comeback. Yeah. But But, yeah, fill out the thing in my bio and I'm really excited for next week and all of my upcoming guests. So make sure to listen. Thank you guys. Bye.